0: So, I thought I was the queen of Airbnb. Checked the profile. I visited all the places. However, how can I truly be a queen if I have never been a host? Didn't even think about it, y'all. It's time to think about it because my place is cute. Why not share? I know. I got you thinking about it now. All right. Well, don't think about it. Be about it. Find out how you can be a host at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: Hi, it's Sugar Steve from Questlove Supreme. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover
2: Bank, member FDIC. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio.
0: What up, y'all? Welcome back to Questlove Supreme. So last week, we gave you part one of our conversation with L.L. J, taped in iHeart Studios Hollywood. Make sure you check that out, because we asked L.L. about his earliest days rapping, uh, people doubting I Need Love, new producers, and some of those rabbit hole questions we always wanted to know. Yeah, we only made it to talking about 1990. So yeah, here's part two where we talk about everything else. Enjoy y'all.
3: So also early with uh, Wildcats and with toys or whatever, right? You're one of the first people in, in the hip hop lane to start pivoting to other mediums, right? Acting, yeah. How? Easy or hard was it to convince you? Cause I I've literally met nobody in our industry that it wasn't a struggle. Me too. I had to be talked and almost by at gunpoint to right. direct this film. I don't want to do it. Right. How easy was it for you to get into that lane?
4: I had no no problems with it. You know, as long as as long as um it didn't do anything that was gonna undermine what I was doing, you know, in music. You know what I'm saying? As long as it didn't undermine that, I was cool. You know, I always believed, like, my mother used to always tell me you could do anything you put your mind to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, and I used to, you know, watch Bruce Lee and dream about Having movies and me and my man Pierre would have the he'd have the what was it the 34 millimeter or the mm-hmm. 16 the cameras mm-hmm. the 16 millimeter cameras and we'd be making, making cool kung fu movies and all that <laughs> so I was with it
3: I was I wanted to smoke I wanted all the smoke <laughs> I want to make movies I want to do it all how how easy was the transition to do though did you have to get an acting coach I definitely studied to... I definitely have had
4: many acting coaches I went to the Spies Academy um I, you know I work with a lot of acting coaches um Greta Seacat Winnie, Winnie Hiller, my, my, my current coach, you know, I trained and studied, you know, re, you know, Stanislavski and, you know, and Uta Hagen and, you really? know, oh yo, yeah,
5: oh yeah. All that technique. God oh, damn. That <laughs> technique. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. 100%. Shopping like, I, listen, tools,
0: that's you know, what you,
4: do. you have to, you have to, and you have to respect the craft, right? Yeah. Like people assume that I just kind of bounce into things, yeah. but I, you know, I, 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 watch, I study everything, you know what I'm saying? And I, I pay
3: attention to the craft. Was no. there a role that you passed up that was sort of like, damn, I I had first dibs on blah blah blah. A role I passed up was the um,
4: the Alan Payne role in New Jack City. I passed that up. Mm. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, wow. yeah PG G money. Yeah. I passed wow. on that, and I, I wanted to do it. My father didn't want me to play a drug dealer. Ah oh, man! Right, well. But then you did deep. <laughs> nah, no, he he was was about you to the, say too the, deep. The tongue scene, like, about her. Nah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that, that, that's my decision, Dad. I, just, look, I had to, you know. Let me do night. this. Love uh, that's it. a call class. Yeah, it. no yeah, creative it. curfews. You, you ain't no cop, J. Reed. Yeah. You know
5: for real. <laughs> I, for real. I'm, yo, straight up, that product is my favorite movie. You. Thank you. That's my favorite role. Thank you. Except for that one scene with the
0: pool tape. But yes. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we have a bit on this show every time, every once in a while, where we talk to people about the Latin quarters in right. New York. And nine out of ten times, everybody's story starts with, I one time I was there and LL Cool J did this. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, not not even, I'm not even making this up Like every story there Like yeah. you were there Yeah I was at Latin Quarter no, I feel like you lot. were like, I feel, Do you have your favorite Latin Quarter story Before or we, we just, do it I know It's fucking good every time <laughs>
1: Very
0: offensive, but at the time it was The really most fine. racist Very theme of all time. Like, yeah. Not racist. Is I sound like no, he just. I sound
6: like. Thank
3: you, LL said it's not racist. Yes, yeah, not it's racist. Okay. It's just like if you, I, you I sound like cosplay as a Mexican. You <laughs> <just, laughs> <it's, laughs> oh. didn't
0: say what country. Right. It it
3: say what it country? <laughs> <fair>. It's just <laughs> Latin. That right. I got you. I got you. It's just Latin. It's just. it's. I totally forgot. You are a hip hop legend that was of age at the Latin corner. The only reason why I'm obsessed with the Latin Quarter is because to hear <laughs> everyone tell it. the story, everyone tells of the best time they've ever musically had in their lives, like, listening to hip-hop. But <laughs> yeah. it always comes on the B-side of, like... The fight, the fight, the fight, a fight the and a break It out. I'm like, why would you go to a place where something could possibly happen to you just to hear what Top Billing sounds like on a speaker system? <laughs> Did you ever frequent Latin Quarter Always. or whatever?
4: Yeah.
3: What was <laughs> it like in your, uh, like, what's your take on the Latin Quarter? I mean, it was <laughs>
4: dangerous, B. <me>. Dangerous, man. <laughs> like, you know, I had a dude one time, man, like, you know, he's saying something crazy to me. I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, What's up? I'm like, what's up? You like, what's up? I look down at his hand. He got a razor blade in his hand. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. up. <laughs> that's what's up. You know what okay, I'm saying? just walked away. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it was that kind of a spot, but then you'd hear like amazing dancing and and like, you know, it was like a badge of honor to be able to walk around in there with jewelry on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was. Uh,
3: so for you, it was never think of a vulnerability, like, yo, man, that I can't go there because like start with no no no. You, you, no 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 you gotta remember like, you look
4: hang. No, no, we no no right. no I I wasn't like was, hey. in Harlem everybody yeah. I ran with it yo no no no, no, no. I, I,
2: I. yeah
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, oh you were good no 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 that wasn't <laughs> a problem that wasn't my issue you know I'm not saying it's impossible I'm saying but that wasn't my issue I was good I was good in so you weren't a role with yourself person you were a not in those not when I went to certain clubs nah when I went to I would do that sometimes But really, honestly, I would go downtown some of them clubs by myself. Like, I might go to CBGB's or something. Uh, and, right. you know, Fishbone is right. performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm down there, like, <laughs> you know, standing there. And, they're like, they got some punk rock dudes on there. Uh, right. I don't know if it was a sex pistol or who it might yeah, be. Yeah. And they be in there performing at CBGB's. I might go there by myself. But when I went to the Latin Quarters, I usually took a couple of dudes with me, you know, depending on who it was. You know what I'm saying? And we was moving around. It was, we was good. Plus, like I said, you know, I was I was really friendly with all of the guys in the town that were really... I had very few real problems, you know, with with guys because I knew how to not be tough, you know what I'm saying? Like, how to not—and not be a punk either.
3: I got you. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have, like, a lot of them problems. I got you. Like, you you know, I just didn't—you know what I'm saying? Can you tell us the story of how you and Marley Mall connected? And what is the feeling of the perception of being underestimated Mm. by that point in your career? Mm. So— First, the underestimated
4: piece. The underestimated piece is kind of like, listen, I love a challenge, man. And, uh, you know, I welcome those moments when people think that I'm not going to be able to do something. It's actually, it inspires me. I secretly relish the opportunity to prove that I'm more than what you think I am. You know what I'm saying? And so that part for me is like, you know, being down in the fourth quarter is like, I just want the ball. Like, I love that. I live for it. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's 30-some-odd years later, and I'm still out here. You know, we're still doing arenas. You know what I'm saying? Because I just relish that, you know? In terms of me, Molly, it was like I used to go up to BLS at the time and do interviews. Okay. And one day I was up there, and we was doing something, and Molly was like... Yo, what's up, man? I'm like, yo, and he, you know, he always had the great stuff. And he had kind of the juice crew stuff had just cooled off just enough. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like in a little bit of an in-between mm-hmm. phase. Right. And I was coming off a of Panther. And so obviously, you know, I had got booed at the Youssef Hawkins thing and all that um, down in down in New York. Because remember... So, so That I don't
3: know. So What happened?
4: You got to remember. So when I came out with that Walking with a Panther, the real issue with Walking with a Panther wasn't... Yeah, there's some songs on there people don't like, whatever. The real issue was the imagery. The imagery, yeah, yeah. So at that time, it was about you had Public Enemy, you had X-Clan, you had Care-Rest. Everybody was on there. And yeah. I'm running around with diamonds flooded, minks, ah. champagne, you know, models on the, the back, on the cell color, yeah. phones, uh-huh. briefcases, cash, I'm going to Cali, getting 560 benzes, getting convertible, tops cut, and, you know, so they're looking at me like that was foul. You know, and see, right. you fast forward 10 years, now, and, and everybody was, everybody blame you, blame you blame. know, when yeah. you fast forward to 97, 98, 99, it was different, right? But mm-hmm. at that time, I was the first guy who really did that, so it was looked, it was frowned upon, right? So that was really the energy. So it, it felt like I wanted to show them, but there was more to it than just the trappings. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I wanted to show them there was more to it than the trappings. Like I really because I really love this. I didn't do it for the trappings. The trappings came, but I did it for the for the love. And so I got with Molly. Molly was like, yo, what's up, man? Let me get a remix of something. I'm like, let's do it. So, so we, this is that casual? Yup. Okay. Like, yo, let's do a remix. Let me get a remix of something. I said, let's get it. So I said, he said, Well, send me the two in. So I gave him Jingling Baby. Okay. And um, when I gave him Jinglin' baby, you know, I had been playing with it already, so I had that baseline on there. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to make a lot of my beats. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm a type of guy. I mean, I made a lot of my beats. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? People don't realize that. So, so, so I had already had put that baseline on there. So I sent it to him, and he was like, "Yo!" And when I came in, he when I walked in the studio, he had the baseline playing. I was like, "Oh, word!" He's like, "Yo, how you got this on here? You ain't so." He like chopped <laughs> it and put some stuff to mm-hmm. it. Then he put that "Walking on Sunshine" in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said, yo, I want you to read through the vocals, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want you, because you're always yelling on your joint. I want you to do it more mellow.
3: I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Which leads to booming System. System. Ah. All right, now this is, all right, this is something, so every night, every night I would go to Z Trip, right? And I would say to him, I was like, yo, are are you guys, is is this all Pro Tools? He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, is LL doing this live or is that pro tools he's like no he's live and i was like all right you're protecting me. so about maybe six <laughs> shows later i went to the pro tools guy right right yeah. and i said let me see let me see all the tracks real quick because this is something <laughs> now as far as i know so the thing is is that in my mind tariq's greatest gift as an mc is his breath control and when you watch the Hot 97 freestyle like you rarely hear a <gasps> Whatever. So like Tariq's you know, he's a communications major in college and so he does his whole circular breath thing. But I never heard a rapper ever use intonation in concert just like their record. Like Rakim, who's the king of yeah. monotone and all this stuff. Thinking of a master plan. Like he goes loud and I was like, wait a minute. LL would match note for note like his his vocals. On each song, and it was blowing my mind that he wasn't yelling, and he was talking monotone and still projecting. So I never like that to me. Yeah. You never get enough credit for that, and you know I don't even know if that's a thing to celebrate. Like, wow, you sound just like your records, but I've never seen a human being never out of breath matching their vocals and kind, like that's hard. Nah, thing a record, nah, a record
6: like uh, Booming System where you kind of are more lowered. To do that in an arena, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's tough, like to keep it low, like because yeah. you are, you naturally as an MC, I mean, you're excited, right? You yeah. naturally want to go big, yeah. but yeah. well, what makes Boomin System cool is the is coolness
3: of it, yeah. right? You know, it's well, you, right.
4: you know, how you hear boxers say, "Keep your composure." Yeah, you just got to keep your keep your composure. You gotta you gotta trust it. You know what I'm saying? The audience know what it is.
3: How do you know that and apply that, especially when you live a life and walk a path in which? you almost got to justify every step that you're taking and not performatively prove yourself every time. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, since Panther, every LL record's been an event to me because i always been like, all right, I want to see... Like, for me, Panther, I was like, I wonder what LL sounds like over sample production. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Next record was like, oh, I wonder what LL sounds like in 90s production. Like, you know, do, mm-hmm. are they chopping the beat? So it's almost like, even from your biggest supporters, it's like... Can he do it again? Yeah, can I get he do it. it? I get it. <laughs> so <laughs> I tell you, like,
4: like even this this new record I just finished, right? I just finished this record with Q Tip, right? And um, really? Yeah, Fumstick? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just imagine
0: something thicker? I Yeah, up.
4: nah, nah. That's too. That's too fancy. Okay. I need. <laughs> man, <laughs> I need some. Nah, I need some cheap. I need something I can yeah, get. Get right I to I it. Just I'm gonna get bird. right you to know, it. Know. Know. Are a million okay, people question. in the world that wanna right know to just what happened. Nah, I'm just very, want to be funny. That's fun. well, this is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, big, yeah. Why did yeah, you never fair. do
6: a chapstick? And, or did they ever yeah. reach out yeah, to you? Like, yeah, nah, if nah, people like, why people
0: don't mess with you? Yeah. <laughs> I that was gonna him
4: like Yeah, yeah, I did chapstick. I chapstick for years, my whole life. All that aqua and all that running around with the shiny lips, like I, you know. Like I, like I kissed the chicken grease or like something. Like, a, like I took the chicken grease and to But you got to apply that every yeah, like, yeah. 20 oh, seconds. Like I've been, like I been kissing a pot of chicken grease. With I ain't L. doing that. You got
0: to apply that, joint like every uh, yeah, 20 yeah. seconds. Nah, <laughs> I'm, like, I've been here a while. Like, this is my <laughs> first application. That is
4: your first application. That's my first application. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: I'm very yeah, sad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I yeah. never... Yeah. I
3: didn't Maybe fashionable. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I've been doing
4: that for
6: years, like mm-hmm. my whole life. Wait, anyway, sorry, yeah, that, yeah. Was that was a moment. Sh- nobody ever hit you is. about
3: doing that, like I'm getting your nah, own. That, that's a <laughs> no-brainer. Somebody no better. You heard Dude, it here yeah. first. Your your merch game, I swear uh, to God, that shit would sell out. A- a- oh yeah, you did, a, L-L- you did a lick your lips for
0: a free, LL for free for too damn long.
3: Lip okay. wrong, yeah. I'm just, yeah, yeah, LL. Oh man,
0: I'm sorry, we broke the whole witness. that's all good. Damn, forgot my question. Oh
6: oh, doesn't matter Voice point. No, it
3: doesn't. No, with your intonations and whatnot, like with how how do you know, like screaming when someone applies for force and when some is not just
4: listen to it. I just listen to it, not really. I really listen. I really make, do the song. Just do the song, dude. What do you, what's all the, uh, just do the
0: song. It's just that, I think. <laughs> right? You, you must meditate, though, because I think what Amir, too, is asking is like, and even what, what Ponte said about just being natural on a stage and being excited. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a certain still level of control from well, based on what I'm saying. Well, you, you, you have to pace yourself. Well you, you have gotta, to, yeah. well, you
4: have to be, first of all, you know, in terms of cardiovascular, you got to be in shape. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, a lot of the yelling and a lot of that can be attributed to people just being out of breath. Mm. You're not in shape.
5: But I was going to ask, what fountain of it? youth have you drank from? Because you don't seem to age, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you don't, you look the same as you do from uh, hell. and I, I not years your ago. Your mouth, God's little Little melanin. Yeah. <laughs> on her, <bro>. no, <laughs> little I, melanin don't hurt,
4: bro. little melanin in the know, game. But... You know how you got a cousin like, yo, this is my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's 61. He's like, yeah, what happened, baby? What's good? What's good? L, Let him cook. We, can we get the funky, though?
0: Like, you don't do... Okay, I'm just going to start asking. Vitamins, Lion's Mane, Changa... Reishi, like vitamin D. They're
3: Fonte's face the... right now yeah, I was, is that just, I was like, okay. So Those like are your to ma-
0: the... your mushrooms, your healthy mushrooms. You know that, right, Fonte?
6: I did not. I'm, I've never heard of. No it, one knows so. what I'm talking, you about. Know what I'm talking
2: good. about. I take Nah, I don't
3: know what choker and lion's mane is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I don't know. know. Yeah, and <laughs> the rhythm no. to the boogie to be. I don't I, <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: because I don't
0: these know. fellas know magic Chap mushrooms. I'm telling you, healthy mushrooms for your... okay, anyway, what is what is the health situation here? Are you vegetarian, pescatarian? Like, no, I eat
4: meat. Yeah, I eat meat. I, gotta, ounces of
0: water. I got it. I got I got to
4: have me a porterhouse or something. Wait, I wait, got to have it. Wait a minute. Be- I'm sorry, I'm an animal. <laughs> be- this I reminds- got to have it. I love everybody. I want you to be a vegetarian. I want you to do that. I want you to be a pescatarian. I want you to have herbs and spice. Like I, need- I gotta have me wait, a burger. But
0: people or should man. know he gets the best cut. I got to have it, man. But he gets the best cut. Sorry, man. Best
3: yeah, well, yeah, it's meat. Wait, wait, wait. This reminds me of the, the very first time I went on my health journey. Yes. Courtesy of Mark Jenkins, right? Yes, remember. remember. So the second time I met LL, and I know you don't remember this. This is like right when uh, the Tipping Point was out. So this is like 2004. So uh, Jenkins was in L.A. working out, uh, training me. And, of course, lobby call, and we were passing Gower Street in L.A., so it's like, dog, (laughs) I got to go to Roscoe's. So (laughs) Fair. Right, exactly. i cheat on my trainer. So <laughs> I went in, right? Now, you worked out with Mark Jenkins before, 100%. 100%. Right. 100%. So I walked in. I know Jenkins was in L.A. working with me, him, and maybe like two others, celebrity clientele. And Mark Jenkins is the guy who his business, when his stock went up when he built D'Angelo, D'Angelo for, yes, for the Untitled, untitled it, video. Yeah. So, you know, I'm in Roscoe's and picture, the, the Pink Panther's theme, turn left and right, turn left and right, dun, 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 dun. and literally at the at da, the reveal, ta, ta, ta. like LL, hey. walks hey. oh. L.L. walks in, L.L. walks <laughs> in, and I jump, and I can
0: eat this, you can't.
3: Now the thing is, this is the sec i I've not met L.L., so I don't know if he knows what a quest Questlove is or who a quest Questlove is, whatever. So right <laughs> now I'm so panicking because I'm like, oh damn! He go tell. He, he probably going to tell.
2: <laughs> Mark Jenkins. So, G- oh. so
3: I like gave him a pound. I said, well, just coming from a fan standpoint, like, yo, man, I'm into your music. I said, by the way, I said, you know, I'm I'm a client of Mark Jenkins as well. So just you know, small detail. He said, don't worry about it. Be your secret safe with me.
7: <laughs> <laughs> just
3: <whoa>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: worry about it. Be secret safe when we do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, the first time <laughs> I met him,
3: <laughs> wait, I, I at least had five, but the first time I met him, it was the NAACP awards. That's we were I think we were doing something for, for Bono, like a church. You know, Bono just started the Red yeah, Company yeah. for Africa or whatever. Oh, wow, so yeah. they gave him yeah. an award. So there's there's like backstage, there's like a, a two-second quick change booth. There's two of them. Prince is in one of them booths, so it's like you can't get in there, whatever. So they're like, I—I th- I thought there was a boogie in my nose or maybe a zit. I don't know. Like I saw something there, so I like ran in the room. Now seat is positioned right in front of the mirror. Oh yeah. I'm trying to like, you know, I just, <laughs> I just want a good. I want a good ten seconds, yes, yeah, to make sure that everything's straight, just but to really to right. see if I got a, yeah, a boogie, or whatever. Yeah. But LL's not budging. You just sitting there, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be like, sir. can you... Yeah, well, that's <laughs> hilarious. Can I get some privacy that's to start to right, right. pick up my nose?
5: That's and he was like, "You say, be your secret safe with me.
3: Don't worry, you look marvelous, be." <laughs> No, he just <laughs> like he just look at me like don't worry, you look marvelous. Bit <laughs> I went with that zip on my I just oh, wanted man. like a second to pop that joint. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Man. Oh Jesus.
0: Listen, black representation is essential. If I hadn't seen and heard certain black women in radio, I wouldn't be in radio. Women like Robin Breed and Candy Shannon and Michelle Wright. word. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Each episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, They are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so I feel silly. Because as much traveling as I do and as many Airbnbs that I stay in, because that's the only way I travel, I really had never considered my own space. I mean, think about it. What if you can make money for your next vacation while you're on vacation? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, my house is just not fancy enough. I just can't do the things. You're sleeping on your space. I'm sleeping on my space. Yes, I'm talking to myself. And I really don't even have to use my whole place. I could just Airbnb a room. I know how this works. Because, again, I use Airbnb. Duh. I mean, just think about it. Most of us that use Airbnb are only using it for 50% of its power. We're spending the money, but we're not making the money. What if we could do both? Whoa! Mind-blowing. And your home really might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host.
1: Hi, it's Sugar Steve from Quest Love Supreme. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com/slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
6: I wanted to ask you about Yo. Chris Lighty. Um because yeah. uh yeah. we I had a chance sat down to you know meet and talk with him before he, you know, before he passed. And uh he talked about specifically the Mr. Smith album. Yeah. And for him, how that really kinda set him up at Dev Jam and like really people saw him as, you know, an executive and it, you know, put him on another level. What was that Mr. Smith album for you and working with him? What was that experience like? Cause that was almost like yeah. another yeah. comeback, quote it, unquote. You it, know well, what I'm every
4: album is for me, most of the time takes on that type of energy. You know, yeah. it's because I take so long between records and because I make so few albums that every time it's like, okay, well, what's it gonna be? But That one was an amazing experience working with Chris. I trusted him completely in terms of his creative, his ear. What actually happened was I made a whole album called Mr. Smith. I made a whole album. I didn't like it. So then I, I, I threw it away. You know, I do that a lot.
3: Yeah, I, I, we're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, I, so I, I did this <laughs> album. I, I did an
4: lot, original <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith album with a whole bunch of other songs. It was called Mr. Smith, wow. but I didn't love the album, so I was like, eh. I kept the, that one song with Shy Skills that Mr. Smith, so you got, the but the rest up. of it I didn't like. So oh, I, I kept that. Shy
1: Skills
4: on there, yeah. May he rest in peace. So me and Chris, we just started working. He started finding tracks, finding beats, and um, I ended up getting with Trackmasters and then getting with Rashad and you know, it just came together. It came together and, you know, working with them was, you know, he was a good dude, man. And, you know, I remember Chris, you know, when he first started, we always got along. Because, yeah. you know, Chris used to be security at the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when he was a, when he was like working the door at the tunnel, he always gave me love and we always got along very, very well. And, um,
6: you know... I wish he was still here. Yeah, man. I you know, man. One of my favorite records on that. when you were talking about uh, I Need a Beat and how you pretty much played it live and then rapped yeah. over it, it made me think of No Airplay. No Airplay?
3: Oh,
4: yeah. We just oh, go yeah. straight to
6: that? We just go straight yeah. to that? All right, let's do it. Yeah. Was that real? Did y'all really yeah, just do yeah, that yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, my I think my man, man. Um,
4: I think Chad might have did that. Dr. Seuss? I think, think so. I, think, I think so. I think so. I think Chad did that. That's one I of my think. favorite. Not Chad and the crew.
6: No, no, no. Chad uh, Elliott. Chad Elliott. Okay. Yeah. Um.
4: They used to work with um Jodeci and all them. A okay. little bit
3: And all that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was under the impression that the Trackmasters did the entire record. They didn't, did.
4: They no, they didn't do everything. Um, Rashad did doing it. Right. Okay. Um, you know, there was a few other, few other producers, but they finished it. What happened was we actually worked on the album, and I was doing songs, and then track came in kind of midway and finished the album. So we didn't okay. start the album together, we finished the album. That's so they they actually made it a cohesive body of work. I have to give Stout some credit and give Tone and Polk credit and give Chris Lighty credit because they came in and helped me kind of finish the project and make it a cohesive what we felt was, a, at that time, a cohesive body of work. You know what I'm saying?
6: Nah, that's one of, like, that record, man. Because, yeah. I mean, the singles are the singles, but, like, No Airplay, Hollister Hollywood. Like Yeah, that was, that,
4: that was fun. That was fun. Yo, I, you know, I'm. that's why, you know, I'm really excited to, like, for people to hear this record I did with Tip, because this is going to be, um, I think. How many
0: songs is it? How many songs is it? And which Tip?
4: So, Q-Tip. Thank God. Was, yeah, Q-tip. Okay. yeah, Q-Tip. He produced it. He, he he did everything. He did all the beats. He did oh, everything. Oh, wow. oh,
0: that sounds... Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, he did
4: yes. everything. Yeah, and it's yeah, about 14 it from, songs. I've heard it on good authority. I then. think it's 14 songs. 14. I'm here for this. Yeah, yeah it's 14. And it's all like, like a whole new thing. So that's going to be a lot of fun, you know?
0: I was just going to ask about another person, since we're talking about having a happy, sad moment with Chris Lighty. I was going to say the last time I was in a room with you, I was fortunate to be in a room with you, Biz, and Greg Nice, as y'all were Ooh. taping an episode... Um, for serious, and so I wanted you to talk about give us a fun biz story, but also talk about why you even tapped biz to be on your radio station Rock the Bell.
4: So, so biz, I've known biz forever. You know, before we made records, and um, and then before biz made records, he used to just come to my house all the time, coming to basement, I'd be down there writing rhymes. He'd be sitting there. Yo, he used to just make me laugh. He was just the, <laughs> the funniest dude in the world to me. I love that dude. You know what I'm saying? I love Biz, man. Like, Biz is my man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we knew each other from Long Island. I would see him here. I would see him there. He would come to Queens. He would come to the house. So so um, in terms of the um, uh, tapping him to be on Salute the Sample and Rock the Bells, I started Rock the Bells because I felt like the artists that I love, like when I look at the way Bob Dylan is treated and, and held in high regard and Mick Jagger is held in high regard mm-hmm. and, talk about it. you know, th- these various well, artists, Paul artists. McCartney mm-hmm. is held in high regard. I felt like, you know, the Bismarcks and the Big Daddy Canes and the Rakims and the Public Enemies and all of them deserve that kind of treatment as well. And I felt like they weren't getting it. And I felt like, you know, MC Light wasn't getting it. Queen Latifah wasn't getting it. When I look at, um, and then when I would listen to the channel, you know, which was backspin at the time, it was like a glorified jukebox. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't really about the culture and it wasn't really about us. We shouldn't have to make excuses for having long story careers with a lot of success. You should be celebrated for that, not persecuted and penalized for it. And I felt like I felt like the industry was turning hip-hop into, it was commoditizing hip-hop and turning everybody into cardboard boxes. In other words, if you know, if it's an old box or older box, you just throw it throw away. It and You just kind of, like, they weren't treating the culture the way it needed to be treated. And I wanted to... So I, what I said, I said, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to do for hip-hop culture what I did for me in my own career. So all I did was I said... So the the mindset that I apply to me that helped me be here by the grace of God for so many years and be successful, I said, I'm going to do that for the whole culture. And so I took Biz and put them on the channel and Shantae and and all of these artists and got them all, you know, Grandmaster Kaz and and all of them. And now you know i watched this whole renaissance of hip hop happen you know what i'm saying when we did rock the bells festival and the cruises and rock the bells resorts and all of this stuff congratulations from
0: getting that on MTV as you, well too. Thank, thank you thank you yeah
4: we yeah. streamed it the thing the thing about it is that is that i wanted to do what i did for me for the entire culture because it can't be about you forever it has to there has to be more in your life in terms of your journey you have to want to see others succeed that's why even when we did the force tour I didn't do the normal headlining thing and like snatch all of the production and make them kind of rap and give them 10 feet of stage. And mm-hmm. no, no, you have the same sound, you have the same lighting package, you have the same opportunities to rock the stage that I do because I want us all to succeed. And I want to see us treated that way. I want the, the same way they treat Bono, I want them to treat DMC. Yeah. I don't want to see a difference.
6: Nah, man, you I know? think it was one of the biggest things I saw um, when I went to the tour. I always admire how just the professionalism, first and foremost. And, you know, I really think it's something that every young artist, like every young MCs, I really think it's something that they should really see because it very rarely, hearing your story, you know, you were first in, like, everything. <laughs> so there was no blueprint to follow. But now we're thankful enough that we have a blueprint. And I'm like, yo, go see L, go see Rod, go see The Roots. This is what it looks like to be 50 years old and still killing it. Like, there's still a blueprint in the lane. Right, right. And not on some like, okay,
4: but like, no, still vibrant, like still jamming. Yeah, well, that's because hip-hop, you know, it was being served in a greasy brown paper bag unless you had a new hit out. And I wanted it served on a silver platter regardless. You know, Rakim deserves to have the biggest stage and the biggest platform regardless. When we do the Grammy special, we're putting you on the biggest stage regardless. I don't need to, there's no reason why they should be treated otherwise we live in a it's a strange world right because like i have i literally have millions and millions of fans all over the world but because not the majority of them aren't 14 that doesn't make them right, less right. valuable <laughs> right so it you're like my fans just had birthdays with me they didn't disappear <laughs> right right you know what i right. mean you know you know so like we got to kind of get out of this kind of this this state of mind of like if you're not you know if it's not the brand new thing and you've been Mm -hmm. out three years, it doesn't count. That's not how it works. Like, I don't know Rolling Stone's discography front to back, but when they come in town to do a show, I go. I don't know U2's discog back to back, but when they come in town, I go to the show. I love the show. What I'm saying is, yo, people want to see LL Cool J and they want to see the Beasties and they want to see Run DMC, they want to see Public Enemy, they want to see Ice-T. You just got to put them in a position to be seen. You know what I'm saying? And and stop trying to pretend that it's not they don't want to be seen because that's all that's just a, a game. It's not real because the reality is the fans love it. They want to buy the music, they want to come to the show, and we saw those arenas and we saw those crowds. Yeah. And so they they're there. And guess what? If we went a second time now, it'd be even bigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It would be even bigger. And we did very well, but it would be even bigger because it because people now see that yo Now they know. Now they know it's real and mm-hmm. like
0: Oh word! Oh man! And the regional aspect that y'all add to when you know, like you gonna yeah. be in a certain region, and they might bring out so and so and so and so. Like I can't wait for y'all to come back to LA because I'm course. like, shoot, it's about more
4: people.
6: Of course, <laughs> right,
2: right,
4: right. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. i right. really
6: appreciate y'all brought out PD yeah. and uh and, yeah. and Roddy. I brought out PD. Absolutely, was dope, man. That was
3: That's what they brought out. in Carolina? Yeah, they brought out Petey and uh,
6: Pablo. and uh David Banner. Uh, no, he's dope. David dope. no
7: doubt.
3: No doubt. Damn, David like ran in the third tier. Like, yeah, I he loved ran the David Banner. PD and PD and
4: David tore it up. I love it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, so. I'll be remiss if I don't ask this question. Okay. And I'm certain that you've spoken about it before, and I might have missed the story. But just as a lover of MCs, mm-hmm. the 4321 situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't do a cynical giggle yet. Like, let me ask the question. I'm ready. Let's go. Take it back. Let's go. <laughs> like, I, I'm under the impression that cannabis was. Paying tribute to your arm or whatever, like I never knew the story behind that. Yeah. I didn't even know it was a diss. Like, sorry for making rehab. No, 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 no.
4: Look, you know,
3: can- cannabis
4: really ain't do nothing wrong, man. I just, you know, cannabis just touched the third rail. <laughs> oh lord, shit, he,
0: shit. No, he, what didn't was that with B okay. <laughs> he didn't do nothing wrong. Street, okay.
4: He didn't do nothing wrong. Street, I know. Yeah. You know I'm saying, you. yeah, I yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. That
0: was a scary. Moment yeah, you know what I mean. He yeah. he
4: touched the third rail. He. And sent, because we had met downstairs earlier, and, you know, he said, yo, yo, L man, I like you t- I'm going to get a tattoo just like yours. And instead of me saying, all right, man, do your thing, I'm like, nah, you, you I get your own. I'm like, territory right, and right. all that on the oh, mic. Okay. On the all right. And so, and I had just said that to him, and then when I played, when I heard him on the record, because I said, all right, he's going to go do his vocal, I'm like, yeah, do your thing. When I heard him on the record, he's like, is that a mic on your arm? Let me borrow it. I'm like, oh, we just had this conversation. I you know? get it. I, so that, I and understand That the was part. the
6: original. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh-huh.
4: And so, it, actually, it was really more about me being a little bit more oversensitive, I think. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think it was more about that. You know, that being said, look, what I try to do with him, I say, look, you know, after it happened, I thought about it. I'm like, yo, you know what? I don't know. Say something on the record or something. Nobody will know what I'm talking about. Just, you know, just flip it and do something else. You know, and he didn't want to, you know, go with that. And then he made the record and, you know. But I tried to embrace him later. Like, I did shows with him at Barclays and, you know, I did a show with him. I brought him out, Barclays. I brought him out, different concerts. I tried to give him love because I want him and his fans to know that, you know, I got love for him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know, it was just hip-hop. It was just an MC hip-hop thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't really wish him any real ill will. You know what I'm saying? How
6: was the, um it, with the, you spoke earlier about working with Trackmasters. I want to ask you about the Phenomenon album. Yeah. Uh, what was what was that like? And did y'all, has y'all relationship changed coming off, either for better or for worse, coming off of Mr. Smith going into Phenomenon?
4: You know, Phenomenon, like like the Phenomenon album was one of those things where I just wanted to experiment. So I went in the studio with Puff and messing around with the Phenomenon song. And um. You know, me and Steve, you know, had a conversation about it recently because I think now in hindsight, they probably looked at it like I was just kind of bailing on them a little bit. But in reality, I was trying to just be creative and do different things and just work with different people and experiment because I like working with different producers. I like hearing different things. I like to I like that. I enjoy it because I do this for fun, too. I don't do this just for a, a chart position or money. I do it because I love it. So part of that love is working with different artists and different producers and being creative. So the Phenomenon was fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, it was great, you know? Sally Richardson on the record. Something like a <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Her, She'll yeah, be here her. in like an hour.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. She was, ooh, Mr. Smith. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Smith. I, know that, oh, that, right. you know, I love that.
5: Yeah,
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool. Wow, yeah, I mean, yeah. Man, yeah. you
6: had a, i always on ask, You had a record that dropped. It was this has been some years ago. It was called Take It. With oh yeah. Joke. Yeah. What happened? What happened It was on,
4: it wasn't it was a record that I did on a um I did it on a little independent label. I did the album and um I did a few quite a few songs with trackmasters on there. Okay. And I just it didn't have distribution and it was right around the time when I started my TV show. Oh okay. Um NCIS Los Angeles at yeah. the time and I just didn't have I didn't make the time to promote it and really go after it and perform it and get it out there. Is that it on, it on Authentic? Nah, it, was, it, on, a, it, was on, it was on Authentic. It who, was who on did o- it come out on Yeah, it okay. was on Authentic. And okay. Authentic, as an album, was just kind of created in a little bit of a vacuum. Okay. And, you know, I was on a TV set. You know, I just was experimenting. The Accidental Racist Jam. There's the right. Let's talk right. about it. There's... So, you know, what I was trying to say with that song at least what I thought I was articulating because nobody absolutely agreed. Um, <laughs> that's pretty clear. That's pretty obvious. Um, I, what I was trying to say is that you keep your shit to yourself, I'll keep mine to myself. How about that? Let's start there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we just knock on, you know, you, know you, you keep your symbolism over there mm-hmm. and I'll keep my symbolism over here. That's what I was trying to say. But you, it, it, there is a level of false equivalence there. It's hard to... Really connect the dots on that because you can't compare, you know, honestly, you know, what a Confederate flag stands for Mm -hmm. to what somebody may perceive an outfit to mean. You just can't really you can't really connect those. You know what I mean? You can't really connect that. So what I was trying to say, what I was looking to say is that if we could get a little bit less judgment, maybe it would help us function. You know, if we focused more on what works and less on what doesn't work, maybe it'll help us function better. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to say, but I just didn't, you know, I just didn't get there. You know, I just missed the jump shot you know what I'm saying like it is what it is it just that shit bounced off the back of the rim crazy <laughs> <laughs> it exploded the backboard fell yeah. down the, thing I the remember. scoreboard fell down Yo, but my, 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 my shorts ripped my sneaker
5: <laughs> fell <laughs> off <United> <laughs> <now>. no, cause <laughs> cause the thing United was United. that
4: record the thing I remember about that
6: record specifically it it came out around the time when <laughs> you know, this was Twitter foul? it was like can I Twitter be real was, foul it,
4: about go in shit went gold on top of that are you serious really? oh. shit went gold it might be platinum now
0: that's even more, like, <laughs> it might be for the conservatives.
4: Wow. That might be even worse. It's for, it's for the conservatives. You know what I mean? This wow. is when they
0: started making the basketball
1: players you know I mean? wear, yeah. wear suits. Was, <laughs>
4: so,
6: yeah. <y'all, Wow>. I <laughs> did not know that. Yeah, yeah, it would gold, Yo,
1: man. I forgot about yeah, that. Song. Yeah, yeah, I got a black oh. off that joint. Yeah. Wow. That was, speaking, I was just thinking Get of one. Get that
6: Lucy. one
4: back. Yo, uh, Bomb.
6: Talk yeah. about that one. Like Ill
4: Bomb. Now, that one, a lot of fun. That was like, you know, running around in the city, running around in Queens. Me and Bim and you know, just run around in the city, and I, you know, Flex asked me if I wanted to do something. Scratch made the beat. I just went in the went in the studio, and everything I was saying on the record was kind of like what we was living. We had the strobe lights flashing on the trucks and all that. It was all, you know, it was real. It was very real. It was uh, very real.
3: I was gonna say also, uh, what's my joint on Exodus Thirteen? Um, um, you better watch me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. So I don't know if you know Chris. Man like
0: that. You better watch me.
3: No, Chris Rock's nickname me. is, so, what, uh, Guy Siri dubs Chris Rock, he always calls him Track Nine, because Chris is the type of music fan that, like, doesn't go for the hit, he goes for the filler, you know, he'll, right, he'll, right. he'll go for Stevie Wonder's, uh, Maybe Your Baby or something, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, right, the, right. The, the filler cut that lets you know he's a deep music fan, and when it came out, he was just like, this is the one. How come I wish, like, why was it more made of you better watch me? That like that to me. You know, you know what's funny, man? I'll tell you that man, that shit was like, such a winner.
4: I think one of the things that um that happens, you know, and this happens with labels, this happens with artists, you get so so spoiled by instantaneous reactions that when you have records that kind of hit a different part of your audience mm-hmm. that is not as reactive. You just don't know, you know, don't know how to gauge it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had a lot of songs like that. Like the doo-wop was a song that mm-hmm, yeah. that people like back in the days My really, shit. really yeah, liked. Right. Right. I, but I didn't know back then how to react to that. How to
3: react to it? You know what I'm saying? It I was, was going to ask you if we could do that on tour, but I, I would. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? I mean, after like we, I mean, we kept Mr. Good Bar, but then there's like some other. And you just kept cutting them off. I was like, ah. I'll never get... Yeah, yeah. no, nah, you did Nitro. When
6: dropped did Nitro, I was oh, like, boy. oh, my God. Like, Oh, what? boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh,
4: boy. That's an 18-wheeler right there. Woo! Yes. Good God.
3: What was it like working with the Bomb
4: Squad? Excellent. Okay. Eric. Yo, work, Eric Sadler, Keith and Hank Shockley, the way they worked on them, the way they put did the beats Did they build together? the beats in front of you? Yes. Or is it... Oh, yes. wow. Okay. Yes, they built them in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Nitro was crazy, and it gets no rougher.
0: Okay, so I feel silly because as much traveling as I do and as many Airbnbs that I stay in because that's the only way I travel, I really have never considered my own space. I mean, think about it. What if you can make money for your next vacation while you're on vacation? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, my house is just not fancy enough. I just can't do the things. You're sleeping on your space. I'm sleeping on my space. Yes, I'm talking to myself. And I really don't even have to use my whole place. I could just Airbnb a room. I know how this works. Because again, I use Airbnb. Duh. I mean, just think about it. Most of us that use Airbnb are only using it for 50% of its power. We're spending the money, but we're not making the money. What if we could do both? Whoa. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing and your home really might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: hi it's sugar steve from quest love supreme if debit is your go-to card discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too so check out discover cashback debit a game changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases that's right Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees? Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC.
7: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents...
3: Right. So, just based <laughs> on your history, right. how much is in the LL Cool J canon right. vault from radio down to the Force album? And will we ever see any of it? Will you ever release any I, of it? I, I'll never put any of it out. I probably have. Um, well, you at least won't put nothing in your will like this can't come out posthumously or anything. No, I'm not right? going to do that. Whew, Whew, no, I'm thank not going to do that. Okay. Not going to do that. <laughs> You,
4: you, we got to see who lives. You know, we don't know. Right, that right. Gets, oh. we, <laughs> we, we don't know. There's no telling how that's going to play i will give my help. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, giving my help. i it in general. I mean, no, no, I'm saying it in general. We don't know how that's going to oh, play but, We know um, you might live longer shit. than the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, 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 uh, hey, listen, I'm not talking tough in that one. I don't know. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> So hey,
3: can you reveal? Bless can you me. reveal what you revealed to me? Yeah, what, I, I, what, I how probably. How many songs have you made with you know who?
4: Oh, so. Let's start there. Oh, so with Dre, me and Dre probably have about 40 songs. Wow. Yeah, what, yeah, did we? Uh, Doctor Dre, yeah, we had we got. I had, had Zoom. That was on the the Bulworth, uh, right, subject. right. That one came, uh, right. Okay. But we had, you know, but we got a lot of songs in the can. Like I had a lot. Like I'll tell you a record that was mine. That um, I he obviously he took my vocals off because he ended up doing it because I was. All over the place, but that you know that song. Yeah. Yeah, explosive, yeah, Yeah, yeah that was mine. That was one of my joints. Yeah, explosive my, was yeah. yours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Me and Dre had did that first. Yep.
3: oh yeah. whoa. Chewy's back. I hear okay. you over there. Everything I love for a Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. That that one. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy. It was okay. Quite a few of them. It's been a lot wow. of them.
3: Had a lot oh of them. Okay. damn!
0: Another MC needed that beat, and he did real well.
4: Oh, he killed it! That's what it was. Said. Dope! It was dope.
6: Love you better, man. Yeah, um, oh. I was talk about that working with the Neptunes. What was what was that?
4: Man, like? it was amazing working with Pharrell and um, and with um Chad, and uh, that's when they worked together still too. And mm-hmm. it was like, I mean, it was dope. I just um, you know, <laughs> the one thing you know what's crazy? I was so focused on working out and getting ready for the video. This is gonna sound really crazy. I mm-hmm. forgot to ask Pharrell to be in the video. Wow! I literally forgot. <laughs> yeah, cause he's on the song. Yo, bro, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, It's Mark Dorcey just like on the I hook, forgot to ask him yeah. well, to be well, in the video? Well, because guys. I wanted, because Dorsey's I wanted, singing. I wanted uh, Pharrell uh, to sing on the hook. Pharrell did the intro. Yeah, but I was I like, to... why didn't he sing the and hook? And he was like, Nah, I don't want to do it. I want to, I want to put my man on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. And it, so once he put Mark on the hook, then I forgot. That he, yeah. To like, ask Pharrell mm. to be in the video. And I seen him one day. He's like, yo, you asked me to be in the video. I'm like, I just felt crazy. <laughs> like, at him, like, but that's when you got
0: that knife shelf down there on your V. So it was worth it for all of us who was watching the video. I remember when you put your arms up hey. and he was like, hey. hey. hey.
3: hey. Okay. hey. All right. Hey, hey. Now I just want to know mm. the things that we don't know that's equivalent to Chunking Studios. For okay. instance, do you know who's singing on Around the Way, girl? Uh, It's uh The Flex, right? That's like Chris... Not Chris, but it was the
6: Lighty. Black Street.
4: It was Black Street. That was before. Black Street, Yeah, man? before Wait. they were Black Street. So Lighty, um, Darren Lighty, and all of Yeah, it was them guys. Yeah, it was the Black yeah, it, guys. it was yep. great.
6: is the Flex and the I remember that. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah.
0: David Hosta? Like Yeah.
4: Why? Yeah, I don't know. Black it was Street. No, it was um, Lighty and the other one and Eric. Ballhead. What's, it, what's okay. Eric? What's uh, Eric's uh, name? Mm. Eric. His name is yeah, Eric. Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep,
3: Blackstreet. Like Tito, yep. Marlon.
4: Yeah, Black Street.
6: Okay, all right. Oh, yes, as we rapid fire. What is the meaning? I've always wanted to ask you this. What is the meaning of
4: blotitious?
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: yo, like,
2: yo, you people, this, yo. come on.
4: Like. I mean, it's just blotitious. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, you know, me and my man Ty fight. Yo, Ty, and you know, you hilarious with this, man. Like, me and, me and Ty was seeing each other in the street. I'd be like, heesh! <laughs> <laughs> <Blotitious. laughs> and then I just put it on the record. Now everybody said, yo, he talking about, you know, is he talking about trans? Is he what's he talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Is he is he going left? Like,
7: no, it's just his shit.
4: Blotitious. And
7: then Sceavy,
4: Delicious. Skeevy. Skeevy. Delicious. 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 Give me coos coos. Love me good. God Ooh, damn. Hollis Hollywood. Hollywood. But is he good? good? I guess like, like James. James. Wait, we're not gonna uh, do this again. Like like we got Shabby. mere minutes. This is what Shabby. we do. All right. So that was love So that so was vibe on that. You so know what I'm saying? So and um, it's hot in here too,
0: Amir. I actually had
4: another verse. On, on on the Flavor in Your Ear remix. um, And then I changed it to that one. Papa Love It, that, that record. The one off Pop the show love, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I love that Yeah, record, that was man. a cool one, too. That was
3: fun. Damn, you know some, some of them joints. <laughs> this is the
5: part of the show where he does this. Yeah.
3: But, okay, so speaking of Flavor in Your Ear, was there a rumor? I don't know who told me. Maybe z told me. Was that verse at all connected? I heard that that was... Maybe directed to Biggie or something like that with the... Why would I do that? But okay. then the Who Shot... The, the, it, then the I Shot You... I was in the studio with Big when he did... Who Shot You? Yeah, I was yeah. literally in all the right, studio so with All right, so this is someone trying to make something. bugging out. Look at all, okay. all these rooms. Yo, let me tell you something. Let me okay. tell you something. Like, That's why I'm like, asking. Some of my...
4: No, no, no. It's all good. My record... Like, these songs... Like, sometimes i like... It's just like Headsprung, right? Sometimes... I just do comedy on them joints. Sometimes <laughs> I just do sh- shit that's stupid. Like, sometimes I'm consciously doing, like, Big Ellie, like, A Bit silly, silly, Big, big, big Money, Big Really, Really with an R. I didn't say Big Willie and Big Billy and all those. Big, you know, big Really. Big you know, so, Really. So between that, like, saying that or doing his hey, shit, blow to, it just sounded good to me.
3: I will say like, that, yes, you are, your, your level of humor on record and people ask me on your scissor world. I'm like, oh, God, I hope they don't use this. Because, you know, everyone was like, give me your favorite LL record. And I was like, yo, I'm sorry, but You Can't Dance is my favorite song of all time. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow! You look like a moron. Yo, <laughs> that's yeah. my favorite shit of all time, yo. And then he put Apache on it. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. for me, you, your, your level of humor, your evil laughter... That's my favorite shit of all time I really love The
1: Force, the new song Oh, thank you So you still get the same rush from writing a song That you did when you made I I Need a Beat 100% I love it
4: I mean, you know Like, I love the fact that The way people address the idea of me having an album Is going to be very different after I put this record out Mm. Because right now it's kind of like A warm and fuzzy, cute Oh, that's cute And let's talk about what you've done because that's just the nature of our game, right? Because when you do something a long time, the bar goes up and the expectations go down, right? So my bar is up here. And my the expectations for what I'm going to deliver is mm-hmm. down here. Mm-hmm. And so, we, you know, you have to be self-aware with that, right? So I love it. You know, I love, you know, making songs and I love the challenge of showing people what's possible in hip-hop. We haven't had an artist... That's been out multiple decades to put records out that really have impact. Listen. We've had quotables, we've had critical acclaim, you know, we've had everything kind of in between there, but we haven't had anybody really smash them.
6: Yeah, nah, man, that's I, gonna change. I, I was when we were at the Force Tour, I was just sitting there and I'm, and I'm watching it, and like, you know, this is you know, Rockem, this is everybody, Daylight, everybody, some of my favorite rap groups all time, but I was just really watching your performance and. It really reminded me of something like, Amir, you would say, like how, what you saying, like kind of like the the curse of the straight-A student, so to speak. Like Mm -hmm. no one, you have so much longevity and so much consistency. He's so good, we take it for granted. Mm -hmm. You take it for granted, 100%. -hmm. And I'm just watching this performance, and I'm like, I'm watching it, but I'm like, yo, I know these songs. Like, And I don't think people really give you that credit as an MC. They give you the credit as, you know, breaking, being a pioneer and all that. But I'm just like, yo, fuck all that. If we just talking raps, Mm -hmm. dog, like LL is probably the most quotable rapper ever like well, i knew I all think, the songs like, i think that's i lyrics, think that's you
4: know? i think that's probably um you know look that's all subjective right like i don't really concern myself with that part of it i what i will tell you is this obviously i'm good enough to still be here so that's a start <laughs> <laughs> that's the start and the
5: end. Might right. You know what
4: right? I mean? Good <laughs> 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 Nah, no, seriously. I mean, because you were telling your story, and I'm like, you started I at mean, 84.
5: I'm like, God yo, damn. Bro, like. 84, and, and when the an album
4: comes, a lot of them going to listen. They're going to listen. Can't wait, tell us what the They're going to listen.
0: You, can you tell us, like, you told us it was you and Tip. That's really kind of all you told us, was you and right. Tip. Right, yeah, yeah, no. I, I'll, I'll just make
4: it. Just leave it as that. This it. It just, just drop
0: but it on well, what season is it coming? What season? June. Will it be cold outside? Soon <laughs>
6: come. How did you um regaining your masters back from dead jam? Yeah. How did
4: you do that? Oh. It just it just worked out. I mean, you know, people. Wait, you own your masters?
0: Yeah. As yes, he should. You yeah. fucking should. You yeah. open that place? It's
3: crazy. Yeah. By the way, there's a song. So when I was teaching at NYU, there's a song. I don't know how. It, well, now that Poss explained to me the whole like how two inch tapes are, whatever, uh, uh, a rare commodity. There's an actual LL song on one of the Nation of Millions reels that I'd never heard before. It was like one verse. Probably. Because I'll,
4: that's probably Rick. Rick probably. Just like of saving Rick. shit? And yeah, like, probably. Okay. Probably. That makes okay. a lot of sense. Because, you know, it's funny. Like a lot of the original Public Enemy songs at the time, Rick came to me and he was like, yo, he wanted me to record Uzi Weighs a Ton. Wow. And I was like, wow. and I was like, Yo. He was like, "Do you want to record it?" I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you just do the song." I said, "No, I write my own rhymes though, Rick." Mm. He's like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." So then he did. He ended up doing Public Enemy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So wow. you know, so he brought me Uzi ways a ton. He brought me like he wanted me to record a lot of those PE songs. You know Man. what I'm saying?
6: Oh my Yo, God! You had a record on the Street Fighter soundtrack.
4: The light. The oh, light scandalous. Killers, yeah, scandalous! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was, I, mean, I was just wilding, man, like, just having fun. Like, a lot song. of the songs are like, become, like, jam sessions, just vibing, and then say, yo, I keep that, I like it, you know what I'm saying? I don't, like, for me, to be honest with you, you know, and this goes back to the MC com- comment that you mm. kind of, that you were talking about, like, the difference between me and a lot of the other guys is that for a lot of them, they're always focused on being as descriptive and as creative and as clever as they possibly can lyrically on every song. I don't do that. I go for the feeling of the song. Whatever the song requires to feel good, that's what I do. What it is. I'm not—so so what does—but what that does is you get in situations where you only need 12 points to win. Sometimes you need 45. Right. Sometimes you need seven. Sometimes you need 19, as opposed to a guy who's always out Going there trying to go for 30, <laughs> right, right. 40 every night. That yeah. that's the, So creatively, that's why I probably am not in a lot of those conversations because that's not my focus. I look at guys like Michael Jackson. I look at Rick James. I look at, you know, James Brown. I look at, you know, these, these artists, Marvin Gaye. I look at these different artists, and the thing that they all have in common is the feeling. It wasn't about th- just the lyric. Technicality, yeah. Right. The technical lyric was not what it, what made you feel good.
6: You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I mean, because we sang the whole Flavor in Your Ear verse and yeah. blow tissues
4: ain't even a real word.
6: But it just felt but good. It, just, <laughs> felt good. it <laughs> just felt
3: good.
4: You know what I mean? But I bet you, you know, if if, 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 if in a certain scenario, if you said blow tissue, you'd be like, blow tissues, You you know what I mean? Like, it just it's just a vibe. So that was... You understand what I'm saying? No, 100%. That's, that's why, like, my catalog is the way it is. Because part of being able to run fast is being confident enough to run slow. Damn. Yeah. That's
0: all. You know? That's jazz education.
4: You, know, you know, being at, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. part of it. I ain't got to show so, off so all the time. Know. you know, because, you know, you see Hussein Bolt jogging. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, he right. ain't really fast. It's like, shit. It's like, uh, <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's jogging. Okay. You, know, you, you understand what I'm saying? 100%. Oh, So yeah. that's kind of— Part of but I think that I, I have to stick with that. I have to be myself. I don't wanna yes. be fighting for my lyrical life on every song. That's not what it's about. Because people don't need that for me, For me. What they need is to be touched in their souls. So whatever the song requires, that's what I'm gonna do.
0: You already do that for right. I, I
3: <laughs> Now I have one point five do. questions because you already mentioned his name and I forgot. What was it like uh, can you tell the process of making serious effect with Michael Jackson? Mike is hilarious, man. So, like, first of all, we
4: walked in the studio, hey, I'm sorry, I'm late, it was traffic. I'm like, yo, Mike's in traffic it's hilarious. <laughs> so like, but we had a good time, man. Yeah, we had so many, you know, we had so much fun, man. Um
3: just what being year, in, What year was that made? Like I found the area. Around the, the, the around the I'm bad around
4: the, bad, around the bad, a little bit after the bad area. Okay. Era. okay. Like his bad, not yeah, your his, bad. Ba- no, my bad. Well, and they his both bad came out at the same, the same time. So, Oh, there yeah. was a bad shit. battle. Shit. Yeah, yeah, on Radio School. Yeah. Lee Bailey was yeah. trying to play that oh, shit
5: up. Week. Oh, oh, yeah. Week. oh yeah,
4: they came out at the ah, same on Radio time. School. Mike came out school, first. Huh? The battle of the bad albums. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: <who's gonna> be... <laughs> that ain't even fair.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, yo, no, it <laughs> definitely ain't. And um, so I was like, yo, you know, just working with Mike was just it was just a lot of fun. You know what I'm saying? Right. We had a good time in the studio. We hung out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We were always cool. It was great. Plus, you know, I spent so much much time with Quincy Jones, mm-hmm. you know. Um he taught me a lot about career okay. between him and Lionel Richie. Yeah.
3: So, nah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Okay, so my my final question is when when we first started rehearsing, we of course had to put off a few days because you just became a yeah. granddad yeah. three times over. Yeah. Which made me think like, how what advice could you give us, those who are in budding relationships, right. those who are newly married and right. whatever? how to maintain uh your sanity and your family and also and career yeah. be a career because I think I think it's rather like notable and applause worthy that you know you and Simone have made it through the storm and you have kids and and <laughs> all She that has stuff. a
0: successful business too I would love some earrings
3: right.
0: yeah, can, we could work that out I think
4: I think look man I think what I what I've learned man is um I'm where I'm starting is I ain't playing detective. Okay, ain't gonna be no detective work involved. I'm not doing that. Okay, <laughs> it's no detective work, so it's gonna okay. be what it's gonna be. All right, right. I'm starting there. No, nah, let's go. Because I, okay. I need sanity and I need to be calm and relaxed, and that's it. So right. I'm not doing no detective work. Okay, I ain't cuffing nothing and I ain't playing detective. So right. I'm 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 out that game, okay. Right. So now you just take it off about fifty percent of your drama and everything, right? Just <laughs> without, right. with that, right. just like ah, okay, no detective work. That's first thing. Second thing is I'm gonna try to help facilitate your dreams, make your dreams come true, right? Help you with your dream, make sure you're right. And then the third thing is I'm gonna always go after my dreams and my purpose wholeheartedly. You know what I'm saying? And um, the, the better I take care of me, the better I can take care of you. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, then there's little things, you know? You can't be afraid of silence, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got to be talking, man. It's all right. You know what
3: i When I tell you, <laughs> you know? when I tell you, there was one point by day four where Wait, the roots were with me, taking B. a daily tab on LL idioms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These are good. i That are way past... I'm like, wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. These I'm not playing, detect- I'm not playing detective. He's literally <laughs> the uncle I <laughs> missed out on when Everybody I was a man. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I, I oh, re- oh. In the house. We got real quick. Yes. Shit. In our yes. in in house. Tongue,
6: yeah, the one, the pants leg. How did that, was that just something... <laughs>
4: Yeah, I did it. Listen, the, the bike messages in New York did it. I liked it. I took ah, it was Okay, Because ah. they used to do you it so that so, pre- so the oil wouldn't get on their chain. Yes. The chain wouldn't yeah, get yeah, on yeah. it joint. So the I saw, joint. I'm like, yo, I'm rolling my joint up, man. I just started wearing it like that. Wow. And it Justin. took on a life of its own. That's dope. But my, my favorite thing about that is that's my son on the theme song. In the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: In the house.
4: Wow. Wow. Like that. the last so, yeah, time. Yeah, I put him on there.
0: Debbie did a sitcom too.
4: Yeah, I did the sitcom with Debbie Allen. It was yeah, a lot so of fun. Yeah, the
0: last time she acted in a sitcom, I
4: It was amazing. Working yeah. with Debbie was great. She's yeah. she's amazing.
0: Okay, well, last last question. No more films. Cuz you've been on oh, NCIS yeah. for a minute. Well, I just we
4: just wrapped NCIS. We did 14 seasons. Okay. Now I have a um um Well, I, I guess I could talk about a little bit with the tentative deal. I got a reoccurring role on NCIS Hawaii. And then um I got some films that that I'm looking at. Yeah, I got some films. I got some films I'm looking at. For
3: sure. I think we've asked no absolutely denying. everything. Cool. Yeah, James Todd Smith, man. No, for real. I, I, I know every time we like thank you, whatever, and like give you the presidential. But for real, when I say thank you. like no, I'm happy to be here, man. You are literally one of my favorite creative human beings ever. And the thing is, is that, as we said before, You make it look so effort... Like, literally, it's like Mm -hmm. Steph Curry. Like, after a while, you're just like, all right, Uh, great, it's it's going in the... Like, big deal. (laughs) All right, he's 30 feet away. Whatever. whatever. But, yeah, and I think now, especially in light of the onslaught of death that hip-hopics experience, a lot of premature careers cut. And, frankly, also seeing a lot of brothers just self-sabotage their things. Like, that's why I'm watching... People and like you're you're really exemplary of human beings that aren't afraid. Even if you make a misstep, like it's like okay, well that didn't work. What else is there? It comes and- with the
4: territory, right? And I would say this. I would say in terms of the the, the self sabotage, just to just to put some words out there in the, in the universe for people. You don't limit yourself, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't limit yourself. You have to be comfortable with um with seeing something bigger for your life. And you have to be comfortable with, with that idea. A lot of people think they're comfortable with it, but the reality is, when they, every time they say that they self talk to themselves about doing something big, there's a little voice that jumps in there and says it's not possible.
6: Because it's going to require you to change.
4: It's going to yeah, require you to yeah. change. And a, a lot of it is also just fear based mm-hmm. and, and kind of feeling like every, a lot of people feel like success is like hitting the lotto, mm-hmm. and it's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's, it's the, the, the the effect <laughs> is like hitting the lotto. Yeah, yeah. But the journey isn't. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So 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 you got to be willing to believe in yourself and that aspect of yourself, and you got to really believe. You got to believe, man. You can't be limited. You got to believe in yourself and believe in the power inside of you to do something greater with your life. You know what I'm saying? And that really is something that, you know, when you when you drifting off to sleep at night, you have to envision something greater for your life. You have to take make a conscious effort to control your thoughts on a daily basis, so that you seeing yourself go to the to the heights you want to go to. You can't just be your you, your your mind shouldn't be like a cork just thrown in the ocean, just randomly p- bouncing around. You should be very okay. intentional about what you want out of life.
3: I need you to gather everyone in hip hop and just lock them in camp and just talk to them. <laughs> For real, Who that's a hour. Game, whole
4: Oh, Fubu and Gap.
3: We got the Fubu and yeah. the Gap. Uh, I just I told you
6: yeah, that, that was about a that. moment. Just,
4: that was definitely a how moment. how did you yeah. pull that off? <laughs> Because they, you know, they was trying. Oh, you can't do it. You can't, I, I own this. Okay.
3: <laughs> so they knew. No.
4: Right. <laughs> they knew I owned it. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, but you just bought us on the low. I get it. I get
4: it. I get it. know was a car outside They know it was your car. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta ride outside. <laughs> All right. You know? On behalf of Fontigolo and yeah. Sugar Steve nah, and you, Unpaid Bill real. and Lightyear. Man. Nah, we, man, you are one of the great. reasons why I do what I do, brother. Thank moment. you. great James up. Don Smith has finally come on Questlove. We don't need no more episodes. We good. Nah, go get your good, Uber XL. Thank we you so home. much. We appreciate it. Till next you. time, y'all. You. Peace Yo, Thank Thank you. To you, bro. Thank you. Thank you for listening
5: to Questlove Supreme. This podcast is hosted by Amir Questlove Thompson, Laia St. Clair, Fonte Coleman, Sugar Steve Vandell, and myself, Unpaid Bill Sherman. The executive producers are Amir Just walked into the goddamn room. Thompson, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. Produced by Brittany Benjamin, Jake Payne, and Laia Sinclair. Edited by Alex Conroy. I know Alex Conroy. Produced for iHeart by Noel Brown and Mike Johns. Auto engineering by Graham Gibson at iHeart's LA studio. Thank you very much.
3: What's Love Supreme is a production of iHeart Radio. For more podcasts from iHeart Radio, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple
7: Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury...
2: Hi,
1: it's Sugar Steve from Questlove Supreme. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So, check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees? Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.